Hey, happy Friday. Welcome to a, the end of a beautiful week. Uh, we've had a wonderful time here on the Airport Minute. We're in Minute 20 right now. I am Jim O'Kane of TVDads.com. And I'm Mark Cerulli of CovertOps.tv. And I'm Rihanna Black of RihannaBlack.com. And Rihanna, thank you so much again for having time for us here on the podcast. It's been a great week. And I can tell you that uh, even though it's early, we had a, you are about our best guest. Absolutely. Uh, Stop you're, you're it. Up there in the top, Yay! and we will if if we have the chance, and or if things go bad for us, you may be called in again as a as a good solid hitter on our team here. You've all heard so, it live. Yeah, there we yeah. are. So you can if you're listening to this far into the future, and we've gone through all the episodes, look for the further uh, Rihanna Black episodes because they will <laughs> definitely be cool ones. Thanks, Jim. But in the meantime, let's check out the activities of Minute 20, which is going to be so painful for our poor protagonist, Mel Bakersfeld, played by Burt Lancaster. He's on a conversation on the phone with uh, his wife. After talking to his uh, little girls, Mommy gets on the phone and says, hang up now. Mommy needs to talk to Daddy with that, <laughs> that tone that you know something's about to happen. Even the split screen gets scared. Yeah. <laughs> Click. Say goodnight, girls. And the older girl kind of is... Very, you know, hesitant to put put her pink phone down, but she does as she's told. Mommy and Daddy are going to get loud. Yeah, the the two girls go away, and we're left with poor uh, Cindy Bakersfeld, who's, you know, she's been practicing this one, oh, ever since he hung up, ever since he was... Ever since he was on the white courtesy phone, and she gets on the phone and she says, you, you hung up on me before and you don't ever do that. You can just feel her lower teeth must be just jumping out of her lips there when she's saying this. It's just, oh, you can, you can just see the, the veins sticking out on her neck, ready to tear into him. Mel offers a perfunctory apology and he's like, you oh, know, I had to get out on the field and, you know, there's stuff going on. And she's, Cindy's still under the impression that Mel is free for the night and he's going to slip into his tuxedo and go to a one of her shindigs. Which he had on in the opening minutes of the movie. Yeah. Those of you who might have yeah. skipped the opening minutes of this fine feature film. Yes. Really go back and watch the whole thing because it is uh, epic. I'm sure if you did watch it on uh, Universal Home Video's already produced uh, Blu-ray version available on Amazon, they would be happy to uh, have you watch it. And I know we'd be better people. a very smooth plug, by the way, Jim. That was beautiful. I think I think Universal has done a wonderful thing in releasing a high definition version of this movie, which every uh, American, nay, every cinephile citizen of the world, yes, anybody who just loves. If the, you have uh, a pulse, you need this movie. Let's put yes, it that way. and you you haven't you really haven't lived until you've seen a performance by Dana Winter as she pretty much does a one woman show here because she is talking to. You know, the guy sitting around smoking cigars and waiting for uh, the craft service table to set up while she's marching around the room with a princess phone trying to figure out what what Mel is up to next. She's telling uh, Mel while she's putting her earrings on that he can put on his uh, spare uh, tuxedo and get back down to the super banquet of whatever shindig she's going to. Mel explains, no, 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 we've got an emergency here, yet another emergency, and I have to stay here, and I'll be here overnight, and, you know, don't expect to see me until whenever. Cindy loses her stuff right there, and she's just screaming that you can't do this to me. You can't. Mel's going to lay down the reasoning of what, you know, how he's seeing the whole thing. He says that in the past month, she scheduled him for seven of, uh, or she scheduled him for seven different, cele- you know, 
charity things, and he's been to four of them. So that's uh, that's a really good batting average, which was a stupid, stupid, stupid mistake is what he's thinking in his head when he opens his mouth and says that. Because, uh, of course, Cindy's going to lay it on him saying, I, I, this isn't a ball game. I'm not a ball game where you keep score. I'm your I, wife. I will not be ignored. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, yes. But I can see, you know, it's like... And I love the word he uses, wingding. Yeah, I, mean, I feel... That's was it supposed to be shindig? Term. Oh, it was. No, I, think, I think wingding was a word that they used for those kind of things. Well, yeah, but I think he could have used shindig. I think shindig would have been the more current term, but wingding sounds like he was just in a performance of Little Abner or something, and he just, I remember the word wingding. And he might, maybe he meant to say shindig, maybe that was in the script, and he said wingding, and I said, should we ADR? Nah. So they just went with wingding. I think we need to bring wingdings back to the vernacular. Yes. Wingdings. Yeah. I picture them as some kind of a fast food, or something in a bag. I like the like wingdings, chicken. yeah. Remember yeah, like wingdings? Oh my god, do I love those. <laughs> you are definitely from the East Coast, yes. Uh, ring dings. Mm. So anyway, that <laughs> getting back to Cindy though. Cindy, I maybe I'm wrong, but I'm on Cindy's side with this. I mean, she. You are. If, well, uh, think think about this. He said I've been to seven of those charity wingdings. Now, is Mel opposed to charity wingdings? And if so, why didn't he tell her before he scheduled her? You know, he, he should have said, or she scheduled him rather. Why didn't she just say to him? I need you here. And then Mel could have said beforehand, I am not going to be able to do all these things. Why don't we set up a time when I can do these things? Don't overbook me like this. Seven in a month is a lot. That's more than one a week. You know, she should, once he's scheduled and then he cancels, and he's canceled out of three of them already. So now this is going to be, if this is his current cancellation, that's a 50% average where she's showing up and he's not with her half the time. Uh, I don't know. Good for him. I love the flashback. I love the flashback. I mean, he just, the, the look on his face, he does board really, really well. Yes. <laughs> yeah. He really does. And look at all those, like, uh, D-list, over-the-hill character actors that they brought in for, I, I'm sure that every one of them was in a previous George Seaton movie, or maybe they're a personal friend of Ross Hunter, and, you know, it's like, hey, uh, you know, I need the hospitalization, so I need another, can you give me two more shots? Yeah, sure, and then they throw them in the, you know, in the crowd scene, and there you are. On They look like contemporaries of... George Seaton, and I think he's had them in previous movies, maybe twenty years before that. Hmm. They're listed. In, they're listed in IMDb, but I'm not exactly sure who's who. But I'm sure they were in previous ones, and this was like he was paying off a lot of favors in this movie with his group scenes. There, uh, there's that one. When they do the other flashback, they <coughs> they go from that they go from that banquet dais, and then they go to the thing where. Um, well, they're getting dressed. There's there's that one scene where they're they're having the big argument in the bedroom, and he's like halfway in a tux, and she's like putting on stuff in front of the vanity. But then they go to the scene um, where they're in what looks like a redress of that. Oh, that it's the lounge. same room for no, sure. No, 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 it's the same room. I th- I think they go to the airport uh, to hang out because he'll, he'll uh, buy a round of drinks. I don't know, but look. The table's look a little different, right? Yeah, the table's different, but look at the like the paneling is different. It's a different color. Maybe they just spray painted it or something like that. But it's a different, and there's a door to the left, which wasn't there on the previous, you know, that neutral zone thing in front of the Commanders Club. It didn't have a door there. So it's a re- if it's a redress of the set, they've really substantially rebuilt it. And that whole scene, I mean, you think about that. They only built it for, like, what, 10 seconds in the whole movie? They're, you know, they're there. And there's this guy in the background there's this um this what you know every every little scene has a little gem in it and there's this really old waiter and he's carrying a silver tray with 
maybe two or three drinks on it, and he looks like he's just about to keel over carrying a you know a hot rum gin toddy or something. Looks like Alfred from the original Batman. Yeah, <laughs> Alan Napier. Yeah, he's he's just well, he makes Alan Napier look like Chuck look, Norris. Look young. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and there's like all these all these old guys in the overstuffed leather chairs, yeah, and there's a, yeah. just this big plume of smoke in the studio. You know, there's a big. Can you imagine the smoke yeah. going up to the ceiling? And then they had to, you know, they had to lay it all out, and then he has to look like he's listening intently while uh, uh, Cindy's dad lays out all these uh, different business opportunities that have nothing to do with sitting in an airport and shoveling snow. I can't. It's in my blood. Jet fuel is in my blood. <laughs> <laughs> Having the treatments right now. It's just, uh, it's an amazing, it's an amazing little scene where they're. It lays out what he's talking about. You know, they're they're illustrating basically the conversation and where the arguments have come from. It's it boils down to it's the same old argument. They've had a constant argument since since the girls were born. I'm sure he's. You know, he's not making enough money. She's used to, if that's dad, she's used to the life that she's lived, which is going from one country club to the next and having a nice house and having a nice everything and, and getting a bigger boat and a bigger plane and a bigger car for the, the hangar at the end of the driveway. But that's not how Mel grew up and that's not what he knows. So he he's setting it all up. I mean, we'll, we'll talk about this later on a, on a, on the, in the next minute. But in the next hour. It's a, yeah, it's a clash of cultures that she's she wants a certain lifestyle and he's not. And he providing doesn't that. care. Je, no, Bert he's like just yeah. does not care. Which which. She's a her. terrible lady. I'm gonna. I'm on Bert's side. Okay. She's terrible. She, yep. Well, yeah. I mean, she and she, she doesn't like his smoking either. <laughs> I'm just guessing. I'm just guessing. I don't know. I just uh, I'm just thinking she probably has one of those things that the things that used to get the end of the toothpaste out there used to be like this key that you'd put in the back of a toothpaste and roll it up and get all the last little drops of toothpaste on. It looks like she has that in the bun in the back of her hair. It's like completely cranked in. It's like on the last ratchet of how tight you can get that hair. She's probably suffering from a migraine from getting that hair yanked. I mean, it is clamped down. No wonder she's in a bad mood. It must have been exhausting for Dana Winter to be, I mean, she's nonstop angry, trying to I'm kind of familiar with that. Okay, easy. <laughs> not not my lovely wife, but uh, <laughs> the way I grew up. Uh, yes, she's Jim, a charming lady. Right? She's going to be on our show one of these days, right? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Mama Cerulli will be on the show. But nobody she's can do angry, angry like she's Mama concerned. Cerulli. Does. She's extremely concerned. But, we'll, yeah, we'll have, a, we'll have a phoner from that someday. <laughs> so join us for the therapy here on the air. It must be exhausting. I mean, Maria, have you had... I mean, you've had to play different emotions. Have you ever had to do something where it was a very emotional scene and they asked you for like a take three and a take four? Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, for sure. I believe, oh, this is so, I, I had to pull somebody out of a burning car once and we, you know, they can't really yeah. blow up the car more than once. But the lead up to it was just, you know, it was very, it was really hard. Because I had to be super emotional and, um, you know, and you have to hold for lights and everything and kind of stay in that space. So I don't envy her. It's not no, an easy and, and job. She, it's a great yeah. job, though, if anybody's hiring. Reach her royannablack.com. <laughs> She's right there. That's right. Yeah. The, the, other, the other thing that I mean, I'm impressed by Dana Winter in this, that she's, <laughs> she's acting to a wall. She's, she's doing this by herself. She's just reading all of her sides and getting all the, all the emotion out and getting it back and forth. I don't know who filmed this first. I'm assuming that Bert did the baseline and they were reading they were reading a script to him 
while he was doing that, and then they just matched up the timing with whoever was reading a script at them. I would have, ho- I hoped. I don't know how common it is, but I would have hoped that uh, Dana was on, Donna was on set uh, reading the lines back to him because I would imagine that it's difficult to express the reverse emotion when you're not hearing it from the you know whoever's reading it to you. But interestingly enough, she has the harder job, I think, because phone calls are brutal. Yeah. Oh yeah, to act because you re- especially because I'm I'm sure nobody was giving her anything. I'm sure she was on set by herself with that phone and just trying to manufacture all the stuff. Pound great. Teamster standing there. Right, exactly. Are you done? Yeah. Are you yeah. done? We've got to move these yeah. lights. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We gotta move the fireplace. Oh boy. Yeah. So yeah, it's just a it's a, it's a terrible and wonderful life in the <laughs> the acting life for me. <laughs> There's no business like show business. <laughs> no, we can't. We so don't have a copyright. Don't do it. <laughs> oh, 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 right, right, right. Yeah, it, it's just wonderful seeing. Uh, this is fantastic acting. I mean, it is a melodrama. It's a soap opera, but they sell it like they mean it. Sir, I really, it's really impressive. I know I keep saying that, but it, the commitment is out of control. It's yeah, awesome. it's, it's easy to do a scene where there's lots of uh, you know, where you're not doing it, where you don't have to, you know, bring a lot. But this is just. It's the the adrenaline. They're constantly, you know, they're they're, they're all high energy in in every one of these scenes. Even except for Dean Martin. Dino, we're always catching him on the way to the links. Anytime, it's just this is where he had to stop off. He's got places to be. Uh, you know, in an hour and a half, the the chopper's landing out out in universe the universe a lot, oh. and uh, he's probably got the clubs in the back seat. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, well, ja- well, Jacqueline Bissett was uh, tearfully running her lines. He was probably doing the, uh, you know, keep, you know, get, get it rolling uh, hand gesture. This big argument keeps going, and we'll be watching more of this argument next week. We'll be living this argument. Woohoo! Uh, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> sure uh, where this is all going to go. Well, we, we know where it's all going to go, but it's, it's just a very exciting technical and artistic m- blend meld. We'll talk about more of that on uh, minute 21. But in the meantime, it's been a wonderful week here with uh, Rana Black. I really thank you so much. I appreciate this very much for uh, Mark. Mark yeah, and I really you. needed the help. Oh, you guys are awesome! Thank you so much. If, uh, if you bump I into will. anybody who's been in airport or worked on airport, please let us know because we're we're trying to track people down. It's still early in the movie. Hopefully there are some uh, Hollywoodites out who remember making this movie or being in the movie or seeing the movie. Uh, if you if you listening to this podcast uh, have a role or had a role in this movie, even if it's just... Or your grandfather. Yes, we're, we're reaching out movie. to uh, Whit Bissell's granddaughter or uh, Helen Hayes' upstairs neighbor. Look, I'm just saying, Jacqueline Bissett's around and still very hot, so... Let's. Uh, we aim for the stars. I'm hoping that she comes in and tells us that it was just a, a nightmare. Oh, Jacqueline doesn't even know I'm alive. <laughs> Someday. She will soon. At least when the when the cease and the so. comes in, you'll. <laughs> she knows <laughs> me. Right. Don't you ever use my name on the air again. <laughs> but you're on a podcast. You're gonna be famous, honey. <laughs> so yeah, we'll, we'll some somewhere they will they will track us down. But if they did if they do want to track us down, please join us at our uh, social media sites, which is. On Twitter, you can reach us at Airport Minute. And on Facebook, you can reach us at Airport Minute. And on our website, you can reach us at airportminute.com. If you're listening to this podcast uh, from the website, please go to iTunes and subscribe because you can get it every single day, Monday through Friday. And you can hear us blather on and on and on about how wonderful Dean Martin is acting uh, today or reading his script lines today. But please, if you go to uh, iTunes, please leave us a great rating and uh, leave us some uh, scintillating and uh, approving comments on there. That always helps us uh, gain uh, more 
money's good. Money. Well, although uh, Universal uh, might disapprove, but if you're in the mood, you can find us online. So, uh, but please come back with us next week, uh, where we'll have more marital discord and an opportunity to hear more about uh, snow shoveling. That's and, and there'll be sandwiches yes. and cigarettes with next week. That's for sure, and maybe even a stove. Wow, oh, I got robbed. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be back, I'm sure. We'll have you, have you on again. Some, right, some minute in the future. Keep tuning in. Um, Thank you again, and uh, we will catch you all next week right here on the Airport Minute. In the meantime, good day. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Nice going, sweetheart. Remind me to send a thank you note to Mr. Bowling. Mm-hmm.